0: Welcome to the Sony Pictures Network's Go Beyond podcast, where we go beyond the surface and uncover the extraordinary. I'm your host, Akshay Kapoor. Today we have a man who has added a new dimension to India's most beloved sport, a former fighter pilot who went to become a squadron leader in the Indian Air Force. He was forced into an unfortunate early retirement when a road accident led to him damaging his spinal cord. Yet... Although the accident had confined him to a wheelchair for life, his spirits and willpower could not be grounded. In language true to his sport, he pulled a googly on his fate by founding a Differently Abled Cricket Association, which has since become the epicenter of a movement to ensure greater equal opportunities to the differently abled. It is a pleasure to welcome the founder and ceo of the wheelchair cricket india association the wcia joint secretary for the differently abled cricket council of india and the mentor of the indian wheelchair cricket team abhai pratap singh abhai welcome to the Beyond podcast thanks for taking the time to join us here today how are you feeling
1: good evening akshay and thank you so much for a nice intro it's my pleasure i think
0: it stands true to what you stand for what the WCIA stands for. At the onset of our conversation Abhay, I would like to take the chance to set the tone for today's talk by asking you, in your opinion, what does the term differently-able mean to you?
1: See Akshay, differently-able is just a term which is uh, given by the society to call a certain set of people. But uh, as per me, everybody is differently-able. Even you are differently-able. Both of us, even if I was standing and walking, we both would have different set of qualities, different set of abilities. So, everybody, every individual is differently able. So, this term which is commonly used to refer to persons with disability is otherwise true for everybody. So, but uh, nevertheless, uh, right now, it is uh, most commonly used. So, we will also continue using that. Right. When you
0: talk about having founded the wheelchair cricket india association can you tell us why you felt it was important for people in wheelchairs people with disabilities to stay physically active what kind of positive impact does it lead to both mentally and physically for them
1: see it's not only for people on wheelchair uh, who have to remain physically fit it's for everybody but uh, for definitely for differently abled people it is more important because with physical disability there are a lot of challenges could you highlight something yeah sitting on a wheelchair there are uh, very limited exercises very limited opportunities for sports which uh, are available to me so cricket is something which uh, happened by chance to me because i had not played too much of cricket earlier so when i entered the ground first time i realized that this is the only game which persons who are sitting on wheelchair can play in such a large open ground? Okay, and not only that, this is the only game with 11 players in one team. So many people who are differently able they can come together and play. Thirdly, it can be played for you know large number of hours. My, after of the game of cricket is four to five hours. Okay, so that gives ample amount of time for the players to interact among themselves interacting among themselves gives them knowledge experiences which they share which they have faced the problems how they've uh, you know tackled those problems and above all the game of cricket is the most loved sport in India okay so it was really really (laughs) easy to get people out of their homes for cricket you know for any other activity for any other game uh, people are not ready to move out of their homes they were uh, packed in their house but for cricket players you know they came from almost 500-600 kilometers without any help there's a lot of people who came out of their house first time so this was not possible before through any other sport or any other activity cricket has that power at least in India and uh, before I move ahead I'll uh, like to mention here wheelchair basketball wheelchair basketball was a sport which brought movement towards rights of persons with disability in united states of america which is definitely uh, one of the pioneer care countries towards uh, uh, giving equal rights to persons with disability so wheelchair basketball became the road towards equal rights for disabled in united States of america so after uh, you know going through all this reading i knew that there, there has to be some sport and the cricket gave me that opportunity
0: right and i think you've touched upon something very very interesting here and before we talk to you more about the wcia i want to ask you mentioned uh, a platform for accessibility yeah. and you talked about wheelchair basketball in yeah. the usa creating a platform for equal yeah. opportunity can you tell us a little more detail about what you mean when you talk
1: about the role of a sport in creating these lifestyle things see uh, what happens in uh normal day-to-day life, you'll see uh, persons with disability are seen through lens of sympathy. Okay, this person is something less than us, so uh, we should do something for them. That is sympathy, whereas the approach should have been of empathy. This is because people have not seen persons with disability doing you know, great things. We don't see them too often in our workplace, we don't see them in sports field, we don't see them in transports. Uh, you know sitting next to us or uh, travelling with us so that is a problem, I will not say it's apathy it's actually ignorance induced apathy people are not aware how to deal with people with disability they don't know how to talk to them they don't know how to behave with them so that ignorance leads to that apathy okay So uh, because I don't know how to talk to them I turn my head and most importantly I am not disabled because of my disability I am disabled because of the barriers in my life. The roads are not accessible. I don't have a, you know, a clear path if I want to go to A to B place. Right. I don't have accessible transports. So If, if you make the environment accessible, I am no less than you. I can go to my workplace, go to the places I want to visit. I can go to a pub, I can go to a restaurant, anywhere you tell me I can go. provided that road, that route, that place is accessible for me. So that is only possible when people with disabilities are seen more oftenly by everybody else. Right.
0: I think that makes sense. When you talked about the uh, public amenities also give, providing you access to the same opportunities in uh, Western nations. You talked about the USA, But yeah. something as simple as public yeah. buses. They have ramps for, for uh, people on wheelchairs to be able to get onto the bus. There are designated spaces on the bus for
1: people of wheelchair. Or people of disability and such like that. Yeah, it's not only that making a place accessible. People are trained to deal with persons with disability. That is most important thing. It's not always that you need a ramp. I'm okay. Right. You know, there are three, four stairs and people lift me up. But those people should be aware how to do this thing. Okay, there are, people are not aware. That is a problem. Understood.
0: And this is an interesting uh, uh, topic. I think we're going to touch upon it more further in the conversation. But I I wanted to take this chance here to ask you about how you first encountered wheelchair cricket. Now we're coming back out of uh, uh, the topic of of accessibility for a moment. And get a sense of what are the circumstances that led to you founding the WCIA? See,
1: what happened, uh, I was... uh inclined towards sports. I I knew that I wanted some sport to be in my life to keep myself fit. But uh, there's not too much of peer group. I was not finding too many people in uh, day-to-day life. Right. So only thing which I had was uh, running around early morning. I used to go for runs then do some exercise and that was all. But uh, I wanted uh, to basically start a peer-to-peer rehabilitation kind of thing where some people who have done this and there are some other people who have just started into this life and both of them are living together learning through each other you know uh, with uh, seeing people yeah so i wanted to do something of that kind but it was not happening because it requires a lot of money so i was waiting for that right time when i had that kind of money there was a session of uh, hydrotherapy so in that session i met a guy he was also on wheelchair he invited me for a game of uh, cricket on wheels. So initially I was also a little confused how somebody can play cricket on a wheelchair. So I resisted this thought and uh, I kept avoiding him. But he kept persisting. So after 3-4 misses I uh, decided to go and as I entered for the first time I had come into a ground after coming onto wheelchair. So that feeling of open ground, that independence, that freedom That gave me a hit and after that, I realized that this game has a power. So, I was not inclined to form a WCIA or VJ Cricket Association or make another team. I was only wanting to start a rehab centre kind of thing. And uh, instead of making that rehab centre, I chose cricket. We will play some game of cricket wherein uh, people like me who have done those things, who are okay with it, who are good with it, they are there and there are other people who just joined, they come we play a game of cricket and during that game of cricket, we interact with each other, we share our problems, we share our solutions. That's what all I wanted to do. But the kind of uh, support I got within a span of six months, I I was in connection with almost uh, 300 people all over India who were on wheelchair and they wanted to play cricket. So with that number, I had no option but to form a proper association, give it a platform so that we can uh, do some R&D, uh, make the game more inclusive, make the you know game more easy for uh, people sitting on wheelchair. And uh, that is all how it happened. It was just by a fluke. But I must uh, say that whatever happened, it happened for good.
0: That's fantastic, Abhay. I, and you know, I have to say, you said something which I'm going to pick up. And you said when you first heard of this and you were first invited to play wheelchair cricket, you faced some internal resistance. Did you find that uh, other players that you've tried to get involved in the sport, initially uh, did you experience similar resistance from them and how did you go
1: about uh, encouraging them? No, no, not with all of them. Uh, uh, most of the people who uh, connected with us were those who wanted to play cricket on. in Anyhow, but uh, yes, uh, there were some good uh, sportsmen who were playing other sports and they were not doing really yeah. well there so when we tried to get them into cricket we had to face some resistance and now the game was already better what i had seen was different what they were seeing was definitely a real cricket because uh, in wheelchair cricket what uh, we play it's almost as same as uh, normal mm-hmm. cricket well i'm will say not same normal <laughs> cricket <laughs> so, the mainstream cricket <laughs> so it's as same as that just we've done two things we have reduced the boundary size because uh, you know with the 11 players sitting on wheelchair covering such a large ground which is normally it is 60 right. meters to 80 meters is not easy so for that we have reduced the boundary size and we've reduced the uh, pitch size because normal cricket it is uh, 22 yards and uh, we uh, make it to 18 yards because sitting on wheelchair where you get five feet of maximum height from where you're throwing a ball it's not easy to make good uh, 22 yards so for that we have uh, reduced it right. to 18 yards. Otherwise, rest everything is same. You, we use the same ball, same bat. We pad up like others. We are doing everything like the mainstream cricket.
0: Right. I think you've answered the question I was going to follow up with, which is about giving us a visualization of the actual field and the game. Is the uh, is the overall game format also similar when we talk about the number of
1: overs and? Yeah, definitely it's similar. Right now we are uh, mostly playing 20 overs game, which is called T20. And uh, we do it in similar manner, just uh, again we have given some extra minutes, like in normal uh, cricket uh, it's uh, close to 150 minutes for a game. We give 10 minutes extra mm-hmm. for uh, the game, otherwise the rest everything is same. If you see a game of wheelchair cricket, we have players sitting on wheelchair who've hit sixes as long as 70 meters. Wow. Okay, so 70 meters is not easy. For even uh, somebody able-bodied who's standing on his feet and sitting on a wheelchair, you don't have any footwork, you cannot uh, move up in the pitch to hit sixes. It's really not easy. But they hit, and there are a lot of players today doing that. Right, which which is fantastic,
0: and it's lovely to hear. I I'm just curious to uh, about one thing though, because you mentioned earlier that you realized the amount of people who wanted to in, to get involved involved in wheelchair cricket on the nationwide scale, and so you realized you had to turn this into a, an association. Um, yeah, what were some of the challenges you faced while while structuring the association, and how did you overcome those challenges?
1: See, first challenge was parents letting their kids coming out and play cricket with a leather ball Mm -hmm. Uh, then challenge was funding Uh, it required a lot of funding because uh, when you're organizing a game and players have to come out of their home and stay in a different city uh, it requires accessible accommodation which is not available everywhere now you need a at least a three-star hotel for them to to accommodate uh, persons with disability especially wheelchair users so uh, that required a lot of funding and third was uh, infra even today we face these things at some places but it's definitely uh, very less the ground owners used to give us the ground that uh, the pitch will be damaged by wheelchairs uh, you know in fact in uh, normal cricket they we are using spikes okay mm-hmm. so our wheels will not damage the uh, pitch that much as those spikes and every time the pitches rolled everybody knew this but still they refused us on this these grounds so this was the biggest challenge which we had to face the rest of the things were okay we could manage here and there but without the ground where to go we have to play in a proper ground so uh, this was the major challenge but today i'm happy to tell that normally we don't get these kind of resistances uh but still it happens right
0: uh, you mentioned uh, parents
1: and kids earlier what is the age range for your players just out of curiosity Age range right now is approximately from 18 years to almost 50 years okay so, yeah there are a lot of our uh, players are parents a lot of our players are kids oh, wow. whose parents don't allow <laughs> so i'm here in uh, uh, when we started Generally, the people had some financial backing who established, they only came out. Okay. So, that's how it starts. The people who are capable, they show the way to the community. So, even today, we are getting players, uh, especially uh, people with forces background. People like me who've come out of forces after accident or bullet injury. 35 to 40 years of age and they are joining us uh, maybe at 42, 43. So, they are equally good as a 18-year-old sitting in a wheelchair right now. But definitely, as the game will improve, this uh, thing will change. The older guys will not get the opportunity in front <laughs> of the younger one.
0: Fair enough. We were talking about, you know, uh, getting players who showed enthusiasm and, and it was interesting to see the amount of players who, you know, actually wanted to come out and join the association. Uh, we talk, we look at wheelchair cricket now being recognised by the BCCI and you have close to 1500 players, Pan India, who are playing this sport. I think you alluded to this a, a, a little earlier on in the conversation when you talked about the travel yeah and uh, you know finding accommodations. but what is some of the ways in which you've seen or you've got feedback from your players uh, in the ways in which wheelchair cricket has actually had a positive impact to change their lives for the better see
1: Most important is uh, interpersonal skills. okay Okay. there are a lot of players who had not moved out of their cities moved out of their uh, villages they were not interacting much with the other people through cricket they've learned to travel alone and not dependent on anybody second thing is they are uh, able to interact with people from other states also with uh, you know a lot of language barriers and all those things still they've learned uh, that there's something called interpreter this very basic things okay so through these they've understood one thing that every problem has a solution Uh, you have to look around you you have to talk to people you have to find that solution so if you find that solution there is no limitation otherwise every individual has a limitation you also have must be having some limitation. somebody is scared of heights somebody is scared of going on road somebody is scared of traveling by air there are a lot of limitations every individual has but if you found solution to that limitation you will be able to do well in your life So that is the most important thing which these players have learned and I must tell you that a lot of players who were degree holders but they were not getting employment. They got employed after Mm -hmm. one or two years of wheelchair cricket when they learned these skills through cricket. They have learned a lot of interpersonal skills, a lot of soft skills. They've learned how to communicate with other people. They've learned to, you know, travel independently, most important thing they've learned that every problem has a solution. Right. I think that's fantastic. And it sets up the tone of our conversation. Uh, we're, we're
0: talking about learning these skills, learning to overcome challenges, talking about um, solutions to problems. Uh, Abhay, speaking more personally here, Yeah. when you were first faced with l- learning to live life on a wheelchair, Yeah. what are some of the challenges that you uh, had to find your own solutions too but now uh, the WCA is creating an environment uh, that seeks to help others overcome those challenges in in the same
1: situation see the challenges which I face may not be true for everybody okay because uh, uh, first challenge is to fight with oneself and you know, to not accept that disability as a you know limitation mm-hmm. so Most important challenge was attitudinal deficiency I'll say with the other people. The people at workplace, people at malls, in airlines, while travelling. I made up uh, this point that I'll not try and take help from everybody or anybody. So, I started from day one I travelled alone and uh, I could manage but definitely with difficulties. People will give me those stares, why did you come out, you should be at home, you should carry somebody with you why are you traveling alone but with time things have changed today very easy to travel by at least by airlines in uh, my days when i started even airlines were not accessible people are you know they refused mm-hmm. to carry you they you know linked it to the you know medical condition that you have a problem if something happens in air, we'll take care of you i had to tell them my, my heart is okay i don't have hypertension i am not diabetic mm-hmm. so i don't have any such issue but still they refused that was a major challenge there are other because i refused to stay at home i from day one I, I knew i have to if i have to do business i will have to travel alone i'll have to uh, go around so It's okay, I face those things. I've travelled by train also alone. I've travelled by air also alone. People have lifted me up and uh, put into bus in train. But uh, it's how things should be taken and uh, that's how I was able to cope up with these things. I realised this is uh, something which I can't avoid. I'll not be able to get into a bus without the help of people around me. So I went to a bus stop. I looked around. Somebody came to help me. So... (laughs) It's both ways. It, it's my attitude also changed earlier. I was very reluctant of asking help. Now I'm not reluctant. I know that I need help. I'll, I'll ask for help. Similarly, the society is also changing. Uh, there is a law which has be, come in place in India. So because of that, a lot of things have changed. But uh, definitely, uh, this is what was difficult for me.
0: Right. If we're talking about the, the challenges that you faced, I think one of the themes that definitely uh, ties your story together is the theme of resilience. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you do you feel like this is a trait you've in- inherently possessed, or is it something that you've developed over time? And what enabled you to
1: do it, to be resilient? See, uh, resilience is something generally we develop all the time. Okay. So sometimes for people like me, I had this thing earlier because of my forces background, maybe. And I've seen a lot of people who've developed this thing after getting into uh, this environment, in this condition of uh, disability. Okay, Uh, see, uh, resilience is like bouncing back. The day you understand that this condition is permanent, you have to live with it. The day a person understands that this is a permanent condition and you have to live with it, start looking for solutions. How to live with that condition? And things happen. That's what happened with me, I was able to do it very quickly, people take time, I've seen people coming out of this condition, this uh, state of you know, depression. Okay,
0: is there any mental work that one can do when you talk about the acceptance factor uh, that you used
1: or a- any anything that you know, can help others? Most important things which basically can help people is uh, support of society. The support of close ones your family members your wife husband your kids or your parents if these people don't let you feel that you're disabled things happen quickly right. and if these people they 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 give up then the it becomes a real problem and in my case i had this uh, kind of uh, people around me who never let me feel that i'm disabled and that helped me to get into this thing faster secondly for an individual just accept this thing that this condition is going to be permanent and everybody has limitations everybody every single soul on this earth has some or other limitation and that limitation doesn't mean rest everything has become dysfunctional okay if i'm not able to walk that doesn't mean my arms are not okay my brain is still working there are a lot of things which doesn't require your legs there is one limitation but there are a lot of possibilities with you which you have to start exploring now so explore the things which are there with you and leave the thing which is left behind. Right.
0: I think that's fantastic and it sets up the, the tone for my next and final question Abhay. I think you've created something truly revolutionary in a sense when with the WCIA. Looking into the future, as the organization continues to grow and gains more recognition, what is the mission that you would like to achieve through the Wheelchair Cricket India Association? If you go by
1: the name Wheelchair Cricket India, definitely there is one thing which is I like to see wheelchair cricket as uh, one of the major sports for wheelchair users and I know it will become one day. But most importantly, my aim was to make this thing normal, make persons with disability not something extraordinary or something which is unusual it becomes a normal thing that we are able to see them on roads in parks in theaters every day you should see one or two wheelchair users coming to theater and you should see wheelchair users every other day in restaurant sitting next to you so i want to make this thing normal that wheelchair users persons with vision disability deaf and mute people and any kind of disability they become normal. I should not be made an inspiration just because I'm able to live sitting in a wheelchair. I should be called an inspiration only when I've done something good or I've done something extraordinary well and it becomes normal that persons with disability get equal opportunities to live their life, to get employed, to raise their families and to die peacefully with the content in mind that I've done what I was supposed to be doing in this world.
0: Right, thank you. I think that's a fantastic note to end our conversation on. Abhay, thank you so much for taking the time to join us here on the Go Beyond podcast. It's been a lovely conversation and I'm sure our listeners will really enjoy your story. Thank you so much, Akshay, for having me here. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to and follow the Go Beyond podcast on www.sonypicturesnetworks.com slash podcast. We're also present on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and a host of other platforms. Don't forget to rate and review us too. I've been your host, Akshay Kapoor, and I look forward to seeing you on our next journey into the beyond.